Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to Burn Cookbook Party, an original Pathfinder campaign set in a unique fantasy world where four heroes of varying skills, attractiveness, and stupidity race against time to prevent a war. I'm Jenna Steeper and I play Astra Blat Buffet adult half elf oracle, who is exactly who she says she is. And I'm joined by Andrew Hansen playing Johnny Brightchild, a hot and sunny Ifrit Resort Spa Paladin, eager to help and flex. Caitlin Stadahar playing Patty Hertz, a rat folk ranger dandy with a nose for gossip and cheese. Paul Ukemeyer playing Zelf, an elfin battle chef carving a name for himself in the high-stakes world of magical cooking. And we're, of course, led today and for the rest of all time by our illustrious GM and world builder, Justin Green. Justin, how are you? I'm excellent. I am excited for today. I have literally no idea what we're going to do. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be fun. We've reached the end of Justin's world building. Uh, <laughs> this moment on. Now it's time for world destroying. Yeah. yeah. Justin, it. is it better to have no idea what's happening or is it better to have an idea, but then nothing goes as planned? Oh, man, I think it's better Ooh. to uh, have no idea because now the pressure's off me. <laughs> it's all on you guys. It's all you. Is the pressure on us? Because I am not feeling it. <laughs> so you guys have the world at your feet your oyster oh my god we just unlocked the airship (laughs) we have options paralysis Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Wow, I should have thought about this sooner than right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Caitlin, yeah, I'm having regrets. Giha, if we were working against the force and the agents of this 10th divine force, how would we see it? How would we sense it? Is that what the Zodiac's trying to do? If their symbol is a 10-pointed star, there's a non-zero chance that they are following Eidos and are trying to bring about the entropic natural death of our planet and then probably all of the rest of the planets. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, Lord have mercy. Yeah, trying to figure out if they are a knowing death cult is important. Right, which is it to say that every member of the ministry knows that. I mean, why is Ogavia no. making a kingdom for herself if... The planet is going to be destroyed at the end of the loops. Either she's crazy, which might be the case, and she's just having fun while she can, or she isn't privy to the true end game of the ministry. Oh, I mean, if that's the case, then we've got a powerful weapon on our side, which is that we're not a death cult. <laughs> and we could try and leverage that against Ogavia. Ugh, do we really want Ogavia on our side, though? No. 
Yeah. I mean, I don't want her to be on their side, but maybe she could just like chill. Take take a couple loops off. Just throw her in bitter hold. Okay, so here's our our time loop torture device, gang. Is we'll what? we'll throw some what? Uh. <laughs> this is Andrew talking, not Johnny. Yeah, no, no, this is Andrew. That's nonetheless is... alarming. I was like, Johnny, <laughs> is, and we'll uh, we'll just you know we'll cast the ritual on a room in Bitterhold, and we'll throw the person in the room. Wow. <laughs> hmm. We create an Arkham Asylum for all of our time yeah. loop nemeses. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. okay, but that would just copy them Abraham Neven style. <laughs> it was just the way you said it suggested that we had been trying to find a torture, a time loop I've torture got, device. I've got it, gang. It. I've solved our problem. The practice of uh, the astrologians is basically lost, but. If you were to be able to find the implement that was passed down to me in the wreckage of Olvidel, perhaps I could do something for you. But I, I don't know anything beyond that, really. Fair enough. You know, I'll confess on my personal list, one of the things I wanted to pursue was the shape and substance of time. I got a little bit of that blue stuff when we first found the spiders, and I didn't hold on to it. And I should have. I'd love to investigate and find out who knows what it means that this blue goo is rewinding the planet. Of course Zelf wants to look at the goo. (laughs) (laughs) Need more goo. Let's get more goo. Listen, I'm not ashamed. No, I think it's fine. Like, plenty of people are super into goos. (laughs) We could go see Rapuwal the Generous. Mm, yeah. <laughs> he would be able to put us in contact with somebody who like might be able to make a deal okay let's yeah let's, i don't know about yeah. that Johnny. it's good to what? brainstorm and get ideas out there because you don't sometimes you don't know before you say it out loud whether or not it's a good <laughs> idea or a bad idea yeah no yeah that's why yeah that's why, I brought it that's up. why you yeah. said it and now we all know <laughs> Johnny, the danger is having too many unknown variables active at the same time. Rabuol just mm. has too much stuff in the mix. I think we should hold that option in case we hit too many other dead ends. <laughs> but I would like to stop by Glorahan's house in Fainland since it's close by. What? What? Why? Because that's the first place we found at the Time Spiders. Yeah. So you want more goop. You're goop focused, Zelf. You're goop obsessed. I told you he's all about the goo. Goop obsessed. I'm not goop-sessed. ashamed of my <laughs> interest in goo. Thank you, Johnny. What were you saying? <laughs> the other thing I was thinking is like, we should try and save Glorhan. We can't take too many of the things happening in the first loop for granted. Glorahan was a target because the Ministry hadn't yet found a way to destroy the artifacts. Now that Glorahan is no longer an anomaly, why would she be a target? But she might know where the artifacts are, right? Why would she? Or they might want to kill her permanently, a thing they can do now for some reason. I was just thinking she might know because, like, she's been targeted in the past. So, like, I bet she's had to look into this. Johnny, I trust your instincts. Let's move Glorahan up on the priorities. 
I mean, we don't even know if she's still alive. That's fair. Not to be a downer, but I guess we just got to put it out there. Well, how would we find out? Oh, you know, that's a good question. The obituaries? No, we can't look for every, we can't read every obituary until we find her name. I like reading those, and I don't know if I've seen hers. Of course you do. So, that's okay. Astra... You're in contact with Ansel. It's been a few days since you've been home, but I would say, you know, within a week, you've gotten a letter from Ansel uh, that is normal. (laughs) You you don't feel like (laughs) it's the letter of somebody or the poetry of somebody who's lost their sister. You mean the poetry hasn't gotten dark and weird and gothic? (laughs) Not yet. Not yet. I mean, like, if we can't find Glorhan, I was thinking that, like, maybe there's somebody else. Like, maybe the other anomalies would be, like, a good place to do that. Um, Like Pearl? Yeah, because they might remember something. Johnny, the more I think about Glorhan, the better an idea I think it is. Because she's working with Shadow End now, and Shadow End is trying to understand how to restore the demigods. Obviously, the ministry guiding them doesn't care about that, but maybe they're secretly using them to find the other artifacts. Laura hand could be our in without us tipping our hand. I like the idea. <laughs> I like the idea of going back to the Pharrell house and seeing if there are time spiders. Cause I want to look at that room. Cause I feel, uh, it just feels like inevitable. We're going to have to make our own little sneaky secret little room. Right. Assuming we haven't already. I mean, I think that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And probably Glorhan or Pearl could help us make that room. Like, and we got to yes. start somewhere. No, 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 no. What? No. It's time for me to interject. I'm sorry. I learned (laughs) the ritual. It's just nearly impossible to cast by myself. Oh, it's a shame you don't have any friends that would help you. (laughs) Hmm. Eh? Roommates, perhaps? Yeah, not in this loop. We're strangers in this loop. (laughs) Small comforts. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Damn. I mean, we can help you. Yeah, we're we're all magic to some degree. I was teaching Manny about rituals, but I would feel a little bit more comfortable with somebody more seasoned. Astra, if you'd like to start learning it. Yeah. I think that would move us toward our goals. Yeah, I'll I'll start I'll start learning it. And I can reach out to Glorhan if we want to get Glorhan into this. Do you think that's a good idea? I think we do. Okay. Absolutely. Well, it sounds like we should go back to my apartment and I'll write some letters and I'll print some Cassandra <laughs> Stiff Peaks' books. Start getting that ball rolling. <laughs> oh, are you saying you've never read anything by Cassandra Stiff Peak? I'm guessing this isn't about meringue. <laughs> hey, that is exactly the kind of writing Cassandra Stiff Peak would love. Oh, She's very cheeky. A food writer. I mean, she, food does appear a lot. That's true. What did we? Is there other stuff we need to tell Zelf about what we did, what we've done? No, I think at the end of last episode, you guys told Zelf kind of the overview. I remember yeah. asking Justin about Ogavia, and she did that incredible Ogavia impression that I can't wait to hear the recording. On. So the plan is to go back to uh, Fanolin, go to the Pharrell house, break in? Question mark if it hasn't burnt down. I think we found out it did. I thought that was one of the first scenes, that there was a fire. Oh, there was. You're right. I remember I remember that Justin saying that when we were in the opening section. Good memory, yeah. Andrew. God. Uh, just just a small rules thing with the rituals. Yeah. Uh, only one person needs to know how to do it. Oh. Anybody can assist. They don't even have to be magic. 
but obviously if they are magic it's better if they know the ritual on top of that it's even better but yeah anybody can help right i feel like right now itself would just automatically fail it astra wants to learn the spell so that zelf is not the only one who knows the spell (laughs) (laughs) zelf is on board with that (laughs) uh and and i definitely want to be able to help as best as possible in any recastings that we do of it so so i'll learn it i'll learn it you kind of beeline towards uh, the neighborhood that you know that the Pharrells live in. And it is like you had heard rumors of in the Wizard's Bazaar, Astra, the house is partially burned down. And you had heard also that there was never any fire. It was just like it was suddenly burnt. Hmm. How do people deal with the supernatural in a world when the supernatural is real? Well, they do it like forensic scientists. You guys can make a perception check for this. Mm. Or Arcana if if it's better for you. <laughs> I got a 17 on perception. Oh, wow. I got a 9. 27. Cool. Would it be better for me to go higher? Because I can add inspiration to that. <laughs> you think it's 27 is not enough? <laughs> 27's not going to cut it. I, I can get more points in that if that's what you but need, something's, <laughs> Degrees of success. Some things you succeed a little bit at a 15 and more at a 25. Yeah, yeah you, you unlock the real knowledge after 30. I got a 32. You guys are standing on the street looking up at this house, and Zelf, your mind wanders back to when you and Johnny were in there fighting the time spider. That was fun. And when you returned later after the fire had been put out to kind of seal up the hole. And you look at the space that you know is Glorhan's bedroom. It is exactly as you left it, but it is also bizarrely as if this is the only portion of the house that has burnt, like, perfectly. Like, somebody, like, segmented it in a (laughs) nice little square and stuck it onto this house. The rest of it untouched. Awesome. You can see the boundaries of the spell, that was the ritual that was cast here. Hmm. Do we see any time spiders, Justin? Uh, No time spiders here currently. Last time when we got here, it was on fire, right? It was, yes. And we busted in. Some of us were screaming on the street corner, panicking, <laughs> and others were helping. Harville had burned it down out of revenge. And Papa Pharrell was inside. You guys honestly never figured out why he burned it down. <laughs> but yes. We didn't figure out a lot of stuff, Justin. Oh. <laughs> you, know, you have to throw this one back in our face. <laughs> Yet another lead never followed up on. <laughs> Yeah. This is something that maybe Zelf would have no way to know, but is Papa Pharrell still living in this house and just ignoring Gloria Hand's cutout room? You would have no way of knowing that. Gotcha. So it's just Gloria Hand's room that is burnt. Yes. And that was the only one that had the ritual cast on it. Yeah, that's interesting because it preserves from loop to loop. The fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Justin, are there any are there any remnants of time goo anywhere or perhaps cracks of the mm-hmm. rift? I actually don't have any detect magic spells. I should really find a way to cast that. Well, I guess you could ask somebody <laughs> nicely. <laughs> we could be waiting a real, real long time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll detect magic. <laughs> Yeah, between the two of you, you are able to tell by the aura that the ritual is still cast in this area. You see the same type of aura that you see on the journal 
in Ogavia's time vault. And Zelf, with your check, you're able to tell that there is no remnants of the tear that you experienced before because you had healed it, mm. went back and fixed it. Should have left it open. <laughs> mm. I took it for granted that the fire was what opened the rift, but maybe it was something else that Harvel had done. It took a little bit more than that to get the time spiders to come out the other times you saw them. Yeah, this is a real because we only met the time spiders twice, right? I mean, some of us only once. Sorry, Johnny. Well, I met them a third time in my own personal paradox. You paradoxed in a paradox? That's a pancake in a pancake. If I've yeah, ever it does heard. have to do with pancakes. <laughs> Trying to change the past seems to call them out or mm. twist the present too much. So do you think if we tried in this loop to change the future of this loop, that might summon a time spider? Well, every loop is a little bit different. And every time Bavel has tried to do something a little bit different, and that itself wasn't enough. There has to be an extra twist, don't you think? Maybe, yeah. Mm, I just wonder what else there is. Yeah, I don't know if we've cracked the secret of summoning a time spiders, and I am sorry for that because I just I know you love that nasty goop, <laughs> mm, but mm, I don't think we're going to get sweet, it this time. Sweet goop. Wait, is Papa Pharrell in here? Were we able to just walk in? <laughs> I mean, we're squatting outside. Okay. What, whatever you want to do. I mean, Zelf if you is guys scooping up dirt with a spoon and tasting it. I say we go. In, I say we go in. I say we go in and talk to him if he's there. Yeah, I shouldn't be the one to knock the door. In fact, I'll just wait out here in the shadows surreptitiously what? while you do that. Johnny, you know, you know, Papa Pharrell <laughs> doesn't like me, and he's super weird about it, and it's for no reason at all. So I just think you you will be able to get in where I may not. Yeah, go, go, knock on the door. Go be charming. Yeah, Johnny, uh, you approach the door. It takes a little bit. Uh, you can hear like somebody's shuffling inside uh and then the door opens it just just a little bit just peeks open so he can stare out you can see that the lights inside the house are all off and just his like beady angry eye staring at you uh hello is this the residence of uh papa pharrell <laughs> i love that johnny refers to him as papa <laughs> is his name his first name is papa <laughs> that is his canonical name it's, is that his, his name i thought name. we just called him yeah, that because no, we didn't know his actually, name and he was their actually, dad yeah. it's both <laughs> you were uh, it, was, it was calling him <laughs> that because he didn't know his name and then it became his <sighs> name excellent um yeah papa pharrell and the other pharrells ansel and glorhead if you're if you're looking for them they're not here do you know where we might find them? No. All right. He doesn't know, guys. Uh, is there anything else I should ask him? <laughs> Everyone else is peeking around the corner. <laughs> being very obvious. <laughs> <clears throat> do you know why that room caught fire? <sighs> why do we send Johnny to do these things? Yeah. That's a good question. Because he's so good. charming. That's a good question. I, but he's just driftless. <laughs> uh, Johnny, why don't you make a diplomacy check? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, you know, like, I just, like, heard some rumors, and it sounds kind of spooky, and, you know, Fainolin is, like, a spooky place, uh, but don't worry, like, I'm a paladin, so, like, you know, I'm here to help handle the spooks, so, yeah, uh, I rolled a five for a total of 13, mm -hmm. plus one if the, if the sun is out. 
It's never is in Fanolin. <laughs> He's like, oh, it's just uh, some fae from the woods, I'm sure. You know how it is living around here. It's a little dark in there. Like, are you okay? I'm fine. A wellness check on Papa Frown. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is that all? I, I'm not interested in your religion, kid. I was actually, you know, wondering, you know, because like one of the things that I do is like I check in on spooky stuff, like the face stuff, like you were saying. And so like I was wondering if me and like my squad could come in and check it out. Because like, you know, living with spooks, even in, in Fainalyn, like, you know, you got to make sure like you're good with the spooks. Like you vibe with them. <laughs> <laughs> Only friendly ghosts. Okay, unless you're a carpenter, I'm not interested. I'm good at cutting wood. Yeah, like I could help you. Do you need help? Fixing a roof? <laughs> oh no, his carpentry dream is resurrected. I fixed a door before. <laughs> I fixed a door. With some help, asterisk, in another loop, asterisk. <laughs> With somebody who created a door. Papa Pharrell, uh, he kind of looks you up and down. You seem strong. You seem like you might actually know what you're doing. Uh, so he kind of lets the door open a bit more. Can I bring in my dudes with me to like take a look and we'll like uh, we'll see how we can fix it up? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. All right. Are we undercover as a construction crew? <laughs> Is <laughs> that <what's> happening? <laughs> All right. So we need to fix up this room. Patty, you're in charge of decorations. Oh, okay. <laughs> Astro, you'll handle furniture and then sell. No, we need some food. I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm going to do is I got a special item at the beginning of this loop called the Soothsayer's Ramament. It's oracle magic, basically, that gets me access to a special uh, oracle ability, which is to disguise self. So I am going to disguise myself as not Astro Blep. <laughs> Great. As a construction worker. <laughs> yeah. Regular blue collar. A construction worker wearing construction workers raiment <laughs> <laughs> what name do you go by um bruno bruno <laughs> <laughs> that's such like an exotic sexy name for a uh, this is my construction worker friend bruno i'm bruno, bruno. i work <laughs> i construct uh, is this finally my perfect character? Hey, hey Papa. Uh, Bruno, why don't you let us into your daughter's room unsurprised? Ah! <laughs> uh, so we're in the room, right? Did we get in? What do we see? What do we need to investigate, right? What are you guys looking for? Um... Uh, so I cast detect magic. I assume I can sense the magic itself, the, the, the magic that was the ritual. Is there any other magic on this building or this area? No. Patty, did you ever make a perception check? I did not. <laughs> now, now that I'm using my keen eye for decorating, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't repair the room, but we do give his house a makeover. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We make the space part of his house, right? Rather. So I got yeah. an 18 plus two in urban terrain for a 20 on that. Yeah, you guys are looking around this room. Astra, you're not finding anything particularly interesting in terms of magical in nature. Mm. But Patty, as you are moving stuff around, trying to figure out how in the world you're going to decorate this like 
half room. It's burnt down. There's holes in the walls and no ceiling. Maybe a tapestry over this wall? Maybe? I don't know. Fresh cone of paint. That'll do it. You jostle what's left of a dresser and you find something that you do feel like was not present during the fire, something that was put here later. You find a notebook uh, that's open and you find some notes that was written by somebody it takes you a second reading over them but you are convinced that these are notes of somebody who was following Astra Blep oh, no. and marking down things that she was doing uh, around town Uh-oh. any communications that they had Whoa. It, it details like whoever's writing this continues to try to get into Astra's apartment but Astra continues oh. to deflect <laughs> every time that they that Astra agrees to meet them it is ah. in a public space of some sort <laughs> hey hell yeah if she doesn't just ditch them they've given her a lot of money whoever this is to keep her interested <laughs> no wow can't believe Astra has been played but not successfully <laughs> so Patty in the spirit of her new emphasis on full transparency. Yeah, <laughs> Caitlin is going to turn around with the notebook and she's going to be like, um, so Astra, I think you have a fan. Bruno. Or, oh, I mean Bruno. Bruno, Bruno. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Bruno, Bruno. Um, come take a look at this. You have a fan or a stalker, maybe. I mean, I had a stalker once. It was really kind of scary. But no, you should probably take a look at this. Oh, do they have one of my books or? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) Justin, I think Zelf is going to be distracting Papa. Yeah, Papa is not coming. Papa has no interest in this. He is not going to come into (laughs) anywhere where there's light. (laughs) Oh, creepy. Hmm, Weird. Not 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 noteworthy. Yeah. He trusts Bruno. <laughs> um, Patty, this is so creepy. Look at all this. Uh, I did eat at that cafe on that day. Oh my god, do you have any idea who would have written this? Who's been following you? Well, surely you have some idea about who's been giving you money. Well, it's gotta be Glorhan. <laughs> but why is she stalking you? Or I Ansel. Don't- no, I mean, it's Glorhan and Ansel. They, I mean, they wanted me to publish their book of poetry. Oh, well, we would recognize Ansel's handwriting, wouldn't we? <laughs> would, well, we have seen a lot of his poems. Yeah, no, you know that it switches between the two of them. You think that it's, you're pretty confident it's both Pharrells that are keeping notes of their contact with you. Oh. Well, we, we might not have to look for them very hard, will we? <laughs> no, that's unacceptable. I mean, Glorhan I'm okay with because she's very cute, but Ansel's such a creep. I can't believe this. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> uh, this is really unsettling, guys. I feel like we haven't gotten any information other than the fact that somebody's being a creeper towards Astra. You don't think that's good information? That's yeah, important to know. It's important to you. It's not really important to me. <laughs> okay, well, that's fair. I got to give you that, Patty. I mean, it will be easier to lure them towards us if that's what we want to do. Oh, this is such a violation of privacy. Look, it even tell it shows you exactly how many pairs of underwear I bought two months ago. <laughs> that's so creepy. That's a lot of underwear, Aspen. Oh, I yeah, I had a laundry disaster. <laughs> Ugh, my sympathies. I used magic laundry detergent instead of the regular laundry detergent, and it did turn all of my underwear invisible. And you think, oh, how fun and dirty, <laughs> but I just can't find any of them. So, <laughs> I mean, God, this is really upsetting. 
<laughs> the notes that they're stalking you are useful. Yeah, but I hate it. <laughs> I want something that's useful and fun. <laughs> uh, well, can we find any other personal effects of Glorhands? Yeah, let's steal something of hers and then tell her that we have it. Yeah. I love that our, our whole vibe, this loop, is just, we've just become the criminal element. I mean, <laughs> this loop? Just looting and burning. <laughs> yeah, is there something personal I can loot? Fuck hair. If anything survived the fire, if Glorhand woke up to anything useful, she took it with her. Yeah. But you can find, like, certainly half-burned clothes, jewelry, like, whatever, things that there's not really worth saving. And I'll, I'll pull, like, a, a half-charred plastic friendship bracelet <laughs> and keep that just in case. Awesome. I mean, how scary would it be to go, you go to bed in a normal bedroom and you wake up the next right. morning and it is Burnt to a crisp, and you're fine. <laughs> terrifying. Yeah, something that has been decayed for a year. Yeah. Yeah, really upsetting. <laughs> you know, what if we had, what if we used little Heidi rooms like this to make like dozens of copies of the demigod artifacts? And then it doesn't matter if they destroy one of them because there will always be another demigod artifact. Uh, there are already nine. It's a question of whether there's a duplicate of one would keep the time loop from triggering. Mm. We just have to try it to see. I think it's worth a shot. Okay. Well, this was upsetting and not in the ways I expected. <laughs> not the ways I wanted it to be. No, I mean, this is why you can't trust Fanolin Academy students. Is They all get so weird when they go to the school. Why are they watching you, Astra? I mean, I don't know. How should I know? They're little creeps. I mean, I thought they just wanted me to publish Ansel's book of poetry, and I mean, maybe that's all they want, but this suggests a real pathological approach to that kind of thing. Maybe in this one, like, Papa Pharrell, like, they, like, agree with him, and they, like, also don't like you. Whoa! Which is weird. You think Papa Pharrell doesn't like me? I mean, I know he hates me, but you think he doesn't like me? (laughs) (laughs) I have trouble differentiating the two of those things, Astra. I'm sorry. Oh, it takes practice. You can be afraid of somebody and still like who they are as a person. I, maybe? I'm trying. <laughs> Donnie's trying really hard to like imagine somebody that he likes that he's also afraid of. This is just like, really hard for him. Well, Johnny, if you have your memories from the first loop, oh, no. <laughs> can you think of any reason, since you got Glorahan's contingency, why they would be focused on Astra? I mean, I don't know what it has to do with Astra, but they definitely had like a lot of things that they were afraid of. Mm. There's something about shadows. I mean, Glorahan has shadow powers, you know, which is kind of weird, <laughs> kind of spooky, right? Anyway, let's go back to my apartment. Yeah, I think we found That's everything fine. we're going to find here, guys. Yeah, I think so. Um, thank you, Mr. Pharrell. Um, we've measured the rooms and we'll be in touch with our design shortly with a rendering. Um, so don't call us. We'll call you. Thank you. Thank you for your business. <laughs> yeah, he, he kind of nods confused as you guys shuffle out quickly. <laughs> uh, good cover in case we have to come back <laughs> oh boy okay I mean I guess I should st- are we still reaching out to Glorhan knowing she's such a creep yes okay she's only creepy to you I mean oh, that's <laughs> selfish of me I should be no Astra if you feel uncomfortable working with Glorhan I understand 
<laughs> wow. Fatty, that means so much to me. I'm trying to do better this time around, guys. I think you're doing a great job, Patty. And you know what? Just hearing that makes me feel more comfortable moving forward with reaching out to Glorhan for, for, the, for the good of the group. Maybe, I guess. Is that why we're doing it? It's not just for the good of the group. It's for the good of Irisol. Well, I'm less invested in that, but that's fine. Hmm. Mm. I guess I'll just follow Patty's lead. And like, if you don't want to do anything that makes you uncomfortable, then I guess that's okay. Right, Patty? Isn't that, that's what you Yes, said? that's our new policy. We're being <laughs> nice to our friends. Was that not always the policy? Did you feel bullied into doing things last loop? Probably, but I can't think of anything specific. <laughs> I know Johnny doesn't feel that way because Johnny just did whatever he wanted all the time anyway. What? What? I'm going to write a letter. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to, yeah, I'll write a quick letter to Glorhan and send it through bird token so it just gets there really quickly. Yeah. Uh, saying what? Yeah, great question. Saying what? Um, saying, uh, hello, Glorhan. Wait, what do we want? What do we even want from her? Just say you want to meet up. We need an opportunity to play the angles because we, those of us in the group who aren't Astra, can maybe offer Glorhan an in to the whole situation. Uh, yeah. We've got to keep her on the hook. Got to delve for information into her brain and see what she knows. Okay. Dear Glorhand, it's Astra. It's vitally important that I speak to you as soon as possible. It's not about poetry. It is about... Um, your room. It's about your secret room, all burnt to pieces, and how it was before and how it will be later. Is that too subtle? Is that not subtle enough? Now, she doesn't have her memory. Like, she doesn't remember anything. Shit. That's right. Well, she remembers her room being fucking weird. Yeah, yeah, but she doesn't know why. Mm. So she must want to know. Yeah, but she'll want to know. Yeah. No, we should use some, we should leverage something. We should be more firm <laughs> getting her here. You've got all the leverage, Astra. <laughs> Jenna. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay, same same message. This is not about poetry. It's vitally important that you return to Fanolin soon, as soon as possible, um, for us to speak. I know why your room was burnt. Oh. And also, unrelated to your burning room, you're in super danger. <laughs> uh your your life is in danger i can help you not to be so much in danger maybe please come as soon as possible we'll meet at that cafe that we met uh that other time you know the one and i know you know the one love astra p.s as soon as possible for real please write back <laughs> eh? subtle <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, the, you let the wooden bird token into the sky and it flaps its loud clacking wings as it goes in, <laughs> off into the distance. Oh, okay, we're just crossing stuff off our list. What else did you want to do? Hey, 
hey, we have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash bcbparty. It's $5 a month to join. We're currently looking into upgrading the quality of everyone's soundproofing to help improve the overall quality of the audio. And it's because of patrons that we're able to do these things to just improve the show, which we're always trying to do in big or small ways. And so by pledging just $5 a month to this, you get access to things like the Discord, to ad-free episodes, to special bi-weekly bonus content in the form of very fun and funny character questions, where we ask each other questions in character. Uh, and those are always great because, I mean, first of all, they're funny and wacky, but also they sometimes contain canon lore stuff that we make up on the spot that Justin is extremely indulgent of. <laughs> And you can get all of that and help us improve the show again at patreon.com slash bcbparty. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Let's think about if the loop were to end, let's say today. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. I mean, not to be hyperbolic, but we never know at this point. What <laughs> would we most want to get done before that loop happens? Because I am really curious about that crystal sword and curious yeah. if, if we can get a crystal sword yeah. for our own because it seems pretty useful. I mean, crystal swords are very cool. I also am very curious about whether that crystal sword is the capital mm. letters crystal sword. Mm. Because, I mean, if everything were to end for me today, I would want to know if another demigod is going down with us. 
I, I mean, I'm just in favor in general of crystal things and sword <laughs> things, and a crystal sword is a nice overlap of that. And the minister had a crystal sword. And um, if it is the crystal sword, that feels like an important thing to know. Because it, if, it's, if it's the same crystal sword, then we know he's just got a duplicate. If there's no crystal sword where there should be a crystal sword... Then we know he stole it in this one, and maybe we can steal it before he gets it, or something like that. Mm. Well, let's talk about our order of operations. Okay. To see whether or not the crystal sword is in the cave, we'll need at least one key from a demigod, right? Mm. And the easiest one to get, probably, is going to be Molny's, since mm. Johnny got that in one loop already. So we would have to find a place where we can find him and then make our case and then travel to the cave in the Whispering Woods. Oh. <laughs> I mean, Molny seems like a pretty chill dude. I feel like he'd be on board with it, but I guess Johnny knows him better than we do. Oh, yeah. Patty. Yeah, I'm so glad that you think he's chill because he's super chill. Like, Molny is <laughs> oh, dude. Molny is nothing but chill. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> cool, dude. Johnny, would, would Molny show us the cave or give us his key do you think oh yeah i mean like last loop that's what he did like right you know when i split off from y'all so like i don't see why he wouldn't do that this loop unless like something uh we don't know about has happened which would make him like not trust me or something like that oh <laughs> well first of all is anyone hungry for pancakes it's another pancake. Oh, yeah. oh my god yes. oh my god yeah. oh excellent trying a different syrup on this one tetra never made pancakes <laughs> sorry is that syrup Glittery? <laughs> what, did you, what have you done to that syrup? <laughs> it fits the crystal sword aesthetic. Come on. What? It has a secret ingredient. Is the secret ingredient glitter or microplastics? <laughs> it's not microplastic. It's the ground byproduct I, I, of no, a magical stop, being. Stop. I'm already no, it's, bone, I regret. it's bone dust. I've heard enough. <laughs> it's either bones or beetles or some kind of insect. I retract my question. Just just, just read it on, chef. It was naturally shed. I didn't take it. That is not the part that I was worried about. <laughs> I don't know why you I think see. it's that. I can never tell. <laughs> is naturally shed chitin considered vegan? Uh, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Johnny is like, oh, since it's a new loop, as he's like looking at a pancake, and then he like, uh, he has like a, a brain blip, and he's like, oh, Zelf, I don't like to eat sentient creatures without my knowledge, like just for future uh -huh. meal prepping things. Like I'm hoping <laughs> there's other opportunities prepping. down the road, but like I just want to let you know, you told me that last loop that I need to let you know. So like that, it is such a relief for any chef when. A guest offers their allergies or food sensitivities in advance, so thank you. Yeah, I'm just sorry I was late on it. Anyway, this looks great. There are no sentient beings in this breakfast. Anyway, speaking of priorities, I'm very interested in the Crystal Sword myself. I'm also interested in Molni. I think that if any demigod has knowledge between loops, they might have more they can tell us than they're normally willing to. We can let them know that we're already in the know on some things, so there's no fear letting us know about some other important things, especially from a demigod who is active in the war and hasn't lost any of their memories. That's a great point. <laughs> we're like Auntie Molni already. We're already yeah. in the know. Yeah, I think yeah. so. 
Speaking of demigods, I was wondering if there was some way to, you know, help Patty have some kind of religious experience. Maybe we can take a trip to the Church of Hibdal? Wait. I mean, church is usually really boring. <laughs> so wait, why? <laughs> well, were any of you there for that dinner party in the Goblin Village? We yeah. all were, Zelda. We all I don't were. know why, yeah, you're, yeah, why yeah. are you being like this. <laughs> remember all the gonging? Because I wasn't sure if it was something that needed to be explained. Do you remember when Johnny touched Patty with the implement of Hibdal? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> We're so bad at filling Johnny in when he when he sundowns. Uh, Remember when this really important thing happened and we just never told Johnny? <laughs> We've got to be better about that. I don't know. I've always found church to be really boring. Never been interested in religion. Ugh. I went to church once when I was younger, and they made me put pants on. They said it was improper for me to be in the temple with no pants. Which, I mean, what kind of God doesn't want to see your butt? I mean, everyone wants to see a butt. But, I mean, you know, I have been feeling a little more in touch with my spiritual side lately. Honestly, I've seen a lot of statues with butts on it now that, in churches exactly. now that you say that. Like, and that's like, exactly. whoa, that's like Hypocrisy. really messy. So, Patty, like, you should start your own church. Like, if you're, oh, well. if you're like, you know, like the resurgence of, of Hibdal on, on your soul, like, that's a big deal. And like, we got to get the word out. That is a little appealing. As much as I hated being on that stupid dating show, I did like the attention. <laughs> I liked everyone fawning over me. You know, telling me that I looked beautiful every day. It was kind of nice. No one would ever have to wear pants that they didn't have to. I mean, but it kind of, I, I mean, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it kind of seems like you're not very religious. You're more spiritual. Oh, very much so. And so, like, would a church be the right direction for that energy? Maybe you could start some sort of um, healthcare brand. What if it was a party church? Oh, a loose gathering of like-minded individuals. Yes, yeah. I think if there's any church that would be no pants friendly, it would probably be the Church of Salinas. But the second church would probably be the Church of Hibdal. Okay, but if I get bored during the service, you have to give me something to color. Astra, you print coloring books, don't you? I could. Yeah. Color your brain gremlins? Well, that wouldn't do anything for your brain gremlins. They love color. That'll just excite oh. them. <laughs> uh, anyway, before I lose my mental track, we have the sword, we have the gods. I have a hypothesis about the other demigods. Ooh. And I need to make some more observations to either strengthen or weaken it. But the two individuals that you saw... Uh, it sounds like you saw in some kind of magical flashback was Nerixna, which I find very interesting, and then some kind of tuxedo cat. Both of them are local to Fainlin. At least Nerixna is, and it's likely that a cat folk would be. And thinking about the implements that Ogavia had and used and didn't have, I think that we might be looking for a local demigod that they're targeting next. Oh, Zelf, that is so smart. God. Is anyone else really happy that Zelf is back? <laughs> Drawing oh. conclusions, coming up with plans. Paying attention, writing things exactly. down. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Finally, my compulsions are being appreciated. Thinking more broadly, it's interesting that when 
uh, artifact is destroyed, the priests of that god lose their power. I'm thinking that for the ministry, obviously their goal is to destroy all demigods and their artifacts, but I think that losing that magic would make it inconvenient for them to try to seek out the others, which I think is why Ogavia was looking for implements so they could use those gods' powers on their own independently. But I also think that's likely they're going to target demigods that are less popular, less influential, the fringe demigods first. So for that reason and for the local flavor, (laughs) I think they're going to target Ebnir. Oh, really? Uh, For some reason, I was thinking Molni, just because, like, Mm. he's local. Uh, I think if they grab the most obvious one first, then they're making things harder for themselves in the long run. I think they'll save the easy ones for a clean sweep at the end. Wow, you think Molni's going to be an easy get? I think so. They just have to find his torch at the tower. Well, I agree to disagree about Molni. But I, I would point out that a tuxedo cat... If we go to Molni's temple, which regrettably it feels like this is building to, I, I, if we spot a tuxedo cat there, that feels like a pretty definitive claw pointing towards Molni <laughs> being the next victim. Right? And then we um, could warn him, maybe. So you're guessing it might be Gavlin. Well, dude, if it's Gavlin, then we should get our friend Castian involved, right? Because he's no. totally, like, hardwired Johnny. into the church. Johnny. And, like, he would be... What? What? First of all, <laughs> Castian... It's terrible. What? Second of all, he's not our friend in this loop. Yeah, we don't even know him. What? I guess he wasn't our friend in any loop. Like, we'd heard of each other foreshadowing, so, like, maybe... Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. Like, you know, how different could mm. it be? Okay, well, let's put a pin on that. I do want to circle through <laughs> and be thorough about the demigods that could be being targeted. Because it's not just Molni. Uh, Molni's an obvious one, because he's here and he's a big kitty. And apparently he's going to be an easy score, according to Zelf. Well, let me ask you this. Did Ogavia have an implement of Gavlin? If so, then that means that the Ministry can still replicate her magic even when she's gone, in case they need it. Did she? Uh, Did Ogavia? I didn't really check. I, like, had a bunch of crystals, and I, like, just gave them to Tetra. Wow. Uh, <laughs> ah, yes. Yes, this <laughs> mysterious plant being I've heard so uh, much about. Zelf. Tetra's the best. Dude, Tetra's great, but I don't know, maybe mm. you two should not be together. Like, Zolf has that thing with the Kalef, right? Like that. Oh my that god. Could, like, I, don't know. I don't know if they're related. I'm, 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 maybe I'm making assumptions. No, you're right. I don't. Johnny, <laughs> if one day you saw a Kalef and any part of your mind perceived them as an ingredient, your life would change. <laughs> Johnny, like, probably is mid-pancake when you say that and is, like, definitely stops and, like, puts it down and starts thinking about it. Well, speaking of plant people, Molly is not the only demigod in the area. Yeah, that's true. There's also Salinas' demigod, Algalash. True. Who lives in the the Whispering Woods somewhere. Right. And that feels like that's going to be a really, really hard one. But I thought I'd put it on the table. Maybe we should go to New Haven because, like, Gamlir is part of the tribe demigod. Turnio, yes. Hmm. There's also, like, another demigod we know about. Remember where we got the crown? Oh. Elorinia, the, the bee lady? Yeah. Who's the demigod of Vidana, the goddess of the unseen? Oh, yeah. That's true. Elorinia will be in the Martha Mausoleum by now. Yeah. With the artifact. 
Oh, guys, I don't know if we should be picking up any more cursed artifacts. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Just like maybe, maybe not yet. But it was safe with us. Things seemed to devolve really quickly after that came into play. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking back on it, Patty. You're really, you're so right. <laughs> We should not, we should just not fuck with the super evil crown with vampire powers. I don't want to say that it was the beginning of our downfall as a team, <laughs> but I think that it was the beginning of our downfall as a team. <laughs> it definitely was not the beginning of an upswing. No, no, no. I mean, like, if it's still like the last loop, though, Elorinia is probably weakened and like maybe sick. So she could be an easy target. And of course, this is one of our differences of personality, perhaps. My thought is that you save the ones who are the easy targets till the end. Astra said, why not go to those ones first? Yeah. I think we should keep Elorinia in mind. Certainly we should catalog the demigods we have access to. The ministry certainly has. Well, then the number one demigod that no one is going to miss is the Doom Weapon. That, okay, yes. Okay, but he's in the refrigerator. Johnny, that was my first instinct too. I was like, who, who is not going to be missed? It's the Doom Weapon. But then I yeah. was like, I mean, it's frozen because it's so difficult to destroy. So like, how are they even going to do that, you know? So maybe the Doom Weapon's last. Maybe. So then let's do that, Astra. Let's work backwards. If the Doom Weapon is last, oh. who's before the Doom Weapon? Ooh. Is it the Treant? Do we go the Whispering Woods with the evil Treant that, like, destroyed all those armies in the Great War? Like, I think that would be a hard one to fight. That one would be, <laughs> and yes, historically speaking, a really hard one to fight. That's a good bet. I also think the evil sea monster that wanders the entire world would be another one that would be hard to fight. <laughs> Yeah, really hard to find. Yeah, Bishad's going to be a tricky one for anybody to... Oh, well, you don't jump into the ocean to find Bishad. The way you catch a fish is by fishing. Broth. You get broth. <laughs> you just need the right worm, Johnny. No. Whoa. Deja vu. <laughs> I don't know. Ebner's a good guess, though. I, we could, like, I don't know, create some sort of bait. For the sea monster, maybe? Oh, Johnny. One loop ahead of you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out Bishad is drawn to the energy of the ley line. Oh. Which I happened to make mm -hmm. a broth with for some soup for the ministry. So why do you think Ebnir is next on their list or Bishad is next on their list if they're activating people in Fanolin? Because they have everything they need from Ebnir and because no one would care if Ebnir disappears. Well, that's true the minister likes doing things meticulously he wants to avoid chaos but it's just why would they activate a bunch of people in fanolin if they're just gonna have to like move all of those people to along to the coast you know what i mean well maybe i'm crazy but didn't we learn that the hidden occult origins of fanolin were caused by ebnir in battle with another god yeah salinas yeah but bishad is a monster Sorry, a, a sea monster. A I don't know why I put so much shame on that. <laughs> monster. <laughs> monster. monster. I really, really swallowed my sea on that one. No, Vishad is a sea monster. We're not like close to the ocean. I, I, I'm just, I'm so, I'm so sorry. I'm not trying to bring suspicions into this conversation. Mm -hmm. It mm -hmm. just. <laughs> it just seems like you really want us to think Ebnir and Vishad are the next targets when I just don't think that makes sense. 
that's fine. But like, why would he do that to us, Astra? I don't know. Do you think he would be trying to like get the leyline Listen. magic again and just like replicate what had happened in the oh, previous loop? Because I don't, I don't think Self would do that. Like that. That magic didn't help me very much, actually. Mm-hmm. I mean, it saved your life. I think at least once. But that's yeah, meta can, knowledge that I don't have. I, don't... I can remember at least once when you would have definitely been dead without that leyline magic, and it was fun. I'm just putting out there what i've been thinking and if anyone has any suggestions i'm open to them i think gavlin's not a bad target we should keep our eyes out for it and we should definitely look for that tuxedo cat you know i think this elf you make some good points i respect your intelligence your big old brain Hmm. it's kind of the same thing (laughs) but you know i just feel like the visiting molny might be the best way to check off some of these boxes right away oh of course We could talk about the tuxedo cat. We could see what he knows about the time loops. You know, I think that might give us a better idea of where we should be going next. I think we're agreed that we should see him only first. But should we see him before or after we talk to your friends, the Pharrells? Oh, boy. I mean, who knows when those flakes are going to show up? Well, we don't want to be gone when they do, do we? How long are you guys willing to wait? Uh, are you going to do nothing until <laughs> she p- potentially shows up? We are incapable of doing nothing. <laughs> Just to, yeah, I, that's going to go so poorly if, for us if we try. How <laughs> long would it take a bird token, do you think, to get to? You don't know where she is or what she's doing. You have no concept. That's true. Couldn't we just tell her where we're going? Just leave a note on the door. <laughs> No, listen, we see Molny, we talk to him about the sword, we go to the cave. That's not really that far, and we'll have to come back to Fainalyn to decide what we're doing next anyway. So if we set about that post-haste, we might be back before Glorahan even gets here. Could we send her, we could send her potentially a message telling her to meet us at one of Molny's temples. I, Caitlin, am personally skeptical that Glorhan is going to go to a second location with us <laughs> <laughs> our relationship. But I mean, if you want to try, that's, I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> I mean, there are other people in Shadowin that we need to track down too, right? Like Pearl, I think, is another anomaly. If we can't locate Glorhan, maybe we should try locating her. And the reason why you guys are wanting to find the anomalies is, is why? I'm curious about the anomalies because I want to find out if they know who is hunting them and why, like, or if they remember anything at all. Okay. I also have a hunch that if they were important enough to kill in one loop, they'll be important enough to kill in another loop. So just like targets, things that we know have been targets for time hijinks, I think is what my strategy is for looking down these people. And I think Paul and I both wanted to find them because we want help casting the ritual spell. Uh, finding a way to preserve our memories without the journal, because I feel like the journal is kind of a big target yeah. for the ministry. Uh, Justin, the reason Zelf wants to uh, meet with Glorhan specifically is, yeah, the ritual, but also he wants to track the actions of Shadow End because he thinks there's got to be something suspicious or unusual happening there or at the very least their stated goal is bringing Hibdal back and knowing how they're going about it might help the Johnny squad with what they're doing uh he also thinks that Glorahan might be a good person to use as that gateway to Shadow End because he knows he has leverage because Glorahan wants something from Astra mm-hmm. okay. nothing worth talking about though <laughs> 
(laughs) (laughs) But maybe something that's worth implying. Because we know Glorhan dies. So we need to figure out where we are in that. Trying to figure out what the ministry is up to is kind of my objective by tracking down the anomalies to like see how far they are in their agenda. Zelf is going to say, I think the anomalies existed because the ministry before were trying to destroy all the demigods in one fell swoop. And now that they have a way of destroying them one loop at a time, they won't need to label anyone as an anomaly. I, I mean, yes, but also keep in mind that not only do these people not have their memories of the previous loop, Pearl and Glorahan, although you could use your Tetra bottle on one of them, I, I guess, but also the ministry themselves did not label them anomalies. The Winter Guard did. And that's not to say that there isn't some overlap there. I mean, there you could make assumptions, but there is no proof that the ministry have any interest in either of these two people uh the the anomaly comment came from the winter guard the the flyer looking for them was the winter guard hmm Hmm. well then that like i guess the good part of that then is that glorhan might not necessarily have to die so we send the message to glorhan and then we proceed to the lighthouse that sound right are we going to the lighthouse or are we going to the temple and the whispering wood oh I feel like that one's easier to reach. Um, I mean, it's closer, but I don't know if it's easier to reach. No, it certainly <laughs> will not be. No, it will yeah. be significantly more dangerous. <laughs> like, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. If the Temple of Cat Lord is so hard to get to, how do Fainalin Academy graduates go there for his blessing? He also might not be there right now. Like, that's what I learned. Well, we can summon him there, can't we? You can let him know you're there and like, you know, whether or not he comes is up to him, right? Like That's Molny's prerogative. Yeah, he is a he's still a cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of them is near where the crystal sword supposedly is, correct? It's the Temple of the Cat Lord. They're both in the woods. So that makes me think we should head towards the Temple of the Cat Lord and try to get Molny to go there because then we are conveniently mm. located for checking on the crystal sword. Once we track him down. Oh, that makes sense. While we're in Fainland, then, is we should be looking for ways to protect ourselves from the wilds of the Whispering Woods. It'll be no no problem. No biggie, right? Yeah. Justin, if the Temple of the Cat Lord is a place that people go to, mm-hmm. uh, is there any local knowledge about what that trip is like and what kind of complications there might be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. So it's kind of like it's still in the Whispering Woods, but it's like a known route, sort of. Well, that's, I, you know, that's how they get you. Patty, <laughs> that's how the fate gets you. You think to yourself, oh, this is a well-trod path. People come here all the time. It's going to a, a known location. Surely it'll be safe. And that's how they get you. You see a, a golden leaf and you're like, well, I'll just pick one. And then, chomp. How can you pick just one? Astra, you know way more about the Fae than I do, so I do respect your opinion on this, but, I mean, I think it's now or never. You gotta go into those woods at some point, and, I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. I agree with parts of that and parts I disagree with, but I'm not gonna (laughs) parse out which is which. So you do agree we should go into the woods. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, listen. None of you are scared enough of the woods. Let's start there. None of you are scared enough of the woods. That's true. The tricks and the traps that you're used to of terrestrial 
normal creatures in no way prepare you for the tricks and traps and tribes and tribulations of the Whispering Woods. So let's just get that right out of the way. The wiles, they're different. It's its like fighting ghosts, you know? Because <laughs> uh, you, you can't just punch a ghost. And metaphorically, you can't just punch a fae, although you can literally punch them. So I, I forget what I was trying to say there. I mean, if you can punch it, I can hit it with my machete. So I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Astra, I have no point of reference. Can you give me an idea, maybe on a scale of one to ten, how afraid I should be? How afraid are you of uh, the chairman? Oh, it's an emotion that transcends fear. That's good. That's a great starting place for how you should feel about the Whispering Woods. I would say 9.3. Wow. <laughs> what do you feel 10 about? Mm, I don't think I've met it. Uh, well, then that's, that's good. That means you have room at the top of the list for the Whispering Woods. <laughs> Astra, on a scale of 1 to 10, how afraid are you of the Whispering Woods? 20, 40, <laughs> 200. <laughs> well... Would you say that math is your strong suit? <laughs> wow. Wow. Just because I read, I don't know how to do math. But that wasn't why I said that. Why did you say it? <laughs> why did you say it, Zell? Moving on. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> what is in the Whispering Woods that's so scary? Here's the thing about the Whispering Woods. There are known knowns and there are unknown <laughs> knowns and then there's things that we don't know to be afraid of in the whispering woods oh yes unknown. the unknown yeah. unknowns write it down write it in syrup johnny yeah and he puts two u's on his next pancake and then <laughs> <laughs> that's right we've got to be afraid of the ooze <laughs> it's good to be cautious but let me tell you something about fear Patty's about to give an inspiring speech. <gasps> I'm so excited. Do you remember in the last loop how scared I was of riding big animals? I was scared <laughs> of horses. I was scared of disenchanters. And guess what? I conquered my fear. I tamed the disenchanters. And I rode them off into the sunset. F2G. Conquer your fears. Yeah. F2G. 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 <laughs> Conquer your fears. Storm into the woods with your head held high and we can't fail. Patty is the first one of us who's going to die in the woods. <laughs> Whoa! Uh. That, was, that was legitimately very inspiring, especially because I know Johnny was one of the big animals you were really afraid of clambering up on the shoulder of. It's true, and now when I climb up on his shoulder, I can see so much. Yeah. That is beautiful, God. Listen, I'm on board. We're going to the Whispering Woods. It's just that, you know, the things that we know that are in there to be afraid of are scary enough. And we don't know where they are or what they're doing or what they've been doing all these years. It's just wild magic, you know. Anything can happen. But I think we've got to go. No, we've got to go. It's time. It's time to go see Molni. And what happens, happens. You can get, like, potions of, like, protection of, from chaos or something like that, but they don't, they don't necessarily last that long. We could get, like, just a bunch of cold iron and just, like, drape ourselves oh, in it. That's smart, Andy. Justin, can I find a piece of cold iron dinnerware and maybe a dinner fork? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Cold iron dinner <laughs> fork. Shit. Let's all get cold iron accessories. <laughs> uh, and, 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 and if... 
Johnny and Patty don't get their own, Astra will choose one for them both. Oh, yeah, to- totally. Get me one. Okay. Oh, Patty's definitely going to choose her own accessory. Okay, good call. Uh, God, what should we get for Johnny? Uh, my first thought was sunglasses, but I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, there's some sort of alchemical item. I think it's like weapon blanche or something like that, that lets you, you you can put it on a weapon and then it becomes like cold iron. There's also a blanche bomb version of it. Whoa. Ooh, Patty's good with bombs. Those are some other things that Johnny will suggest given his combat experience. I mean, if it's a Blanche, probably Zelf can do it, right? <laughs> oh, I don't Zelf, know. Some vegetable humor for everyone. <laughs> Just give me some cold iron. I'll briskly boil it. Briskly, and the skin will <laughs> detach from the cold iron. Yeah, and Zelf will get something similar, equivalent for Manny, a cold iron dinner spoon. Okay, yeah, you're going to bring Manny into the woods with you? I think Zelf has to accept that if Manny is going to progress then he needs to be at Zelf's side. And that way you can keep getting battle chef levels. Okay, well, I'll just get a leash then for Manny. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Zelf will say, all right, Manny, we're actually going to rope up everyone in the group to each other for real. (laughs) And unlike that time when I had us roped together and then halfway through, I cut the rope and left you in the woods alone. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? (laughs) We're going to stay attached to stay safe from the Fae, you understand. Are you talking to him with the group or are you talking to him on your own? I think we're all like doing some early morning shopping before we head out. So I, I guess the group is potentially in the same place, but probably milling. Not everyone goes to the same storefront at the same time. It's organic. Yeah, he nods and he says, do you think we should get something to break enchantments, chef? Oh, smart. Would you buy me something like that in case? If the Fae are the type to enchant, then it would make sense to have something to break those enchantments. To they are. In mind. They are the like. They are. They are. Yeah. They are. <laughs> Justin, what even exists that does that? I know that break enchantment is a fairly high level powerful spell, but are there other items that do kind of the same thing? Uh, it looks like the protection spells give you another save if you failed it. Yeah, Targaryen is using a new saving throw against control. I like that. If we got scrolls of protection, Johnny could use because they're on his his spell list. But um, I also think cleric oracle uh, probably has the ability to <laughs> cast a bunch of these. <laughs> it is. It is an, a cleric slash oracle spell. Protection from oh, chaos yeah, is okay. Great. All right. Yeah. I probably just should have just had this spell. <laughs> uh, that's fine. That's fine. It hasn't come up. I will get two protection from chaos scrolls and one protection from chaos communal. Zelf, you can kind of see that Manny's a little bit disappointed. He sort of pulls you aside and whispers to you. He says, can't we get something that uh, that she's not casting? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I mean, Manny, Manny, Manny. It's funny you should say that because you can never tell if Astra is going to stick around to cast a spell. <laughs> oh no, Zelf didn't see how good Astra was in our last no, combat. No, he Ogavia. didn't. He totally oh, no. didn't. She might have told him all about it. <laughs> it was the only time she's never lied and yet Zelf still didn't believe her. <laughs> uh, Manny, if you can find something in the market, we can bring it. Why do you ask? Uh, 
Well, you know, it's just... <laughs> no, no reason. When we were at the Goblin Village, you were very, very driven towards some of the goals that were in the cookbook. Mm-hmm. And that was the way that we were going to solve the time loops. Now, you know, it just seems like suddenly everything's changed. Don't you think that things have changed very suddenly? <laughs> uh, normally, <laughs> whatever Manny's on a tangent, self ignores him. But uh, I think I want to make a self-motive check to see if I can understand what Manny's getting at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He thinks Astra's done something. <laughs> and how dare he? I, I got a 26. Uh, self can tell from Manny's tone that if he doesn't address this now, it'll just circle back and come back later. So he'll say... Uh, Manny, what are you thinking? And he'll kind of nudge him to the side away from everyone else. I think that you can tell with the 26 Zelf that you sent Manny out of the room. <laughs> and when he came back, you weren't Zoblin anymore. <laughs> After he left you alone with Astra Blep, who you had sent a message to yourself not to trust wow. uh, over past loops. What I'm hearing is that Manny is justified in reacting this way. That's so good. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he is justified. That's pretty funny. Manny, do you think that I'm being mind-controlled by Astra? I'm not sure if Astra can control her own mind, let alone anyone else's. <laughs> I mean, how can you say for sure what type of spell she cast on you? Manny, what's the difference between a spell cast by Astra and a spell cast by the chairman? Intention, I suppose. <laughs> Manny, I don't know how to put this. What would it take for you... To rest assured that I'm not under any spell of Astra's. Is there some kind of scroll we can use on me? Some kind of spell? Yes, I would feel better if I knew that there weren't any sort of enchantments on you. Oh, well, like, Astra can cast Detect Magic. <laughs> <laughs> She'll answer truthfully. Justin, is there a way to have somebody cast a spell for you? Are there spell casting services? Oh, for sure. Yeah, you could definitely do that. Uh, and would a detect magic spell be sufficient to show whether there are enchantment auras on Zelf or not? Yeah, I think so. Okay. He'll get the detect magic. Does he have any enchantment on him? It would be really funny really? if Zelf is so dismissive. <laughs> and then it turns out he does have <laughs> you know, five different. He's, he's full of malware. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that there was, but no, yeah, it comes up clean. It Manny kind of sighs uh, a deep sigh of relief. Like this has really been weighing on him uh, over the past day. <laughs> And he kind of nods and he goes, okay, okay. Well, as soon as Manny looks relieved, Zelf is going to rest both of his hands, each one on Manny's shoulders and say, Manny, what if I had been replaced by the chairman who ate me and took my face? What would you do then? It's like, tisk, 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 Manny. You failed the test. I'm still dangerous. Like, <laughs> What if I was replaced by a mundane monster who was simply mimicking my habits? What if Astra persuaded me non-magically and I was foolish to go along with it? What if, Manny? What if? What if? What the fuck, Paul? <laughs> Manny, I think this is a test. Well, you're not going to like this, Johnny, but if it came down to it, Zoblin would want me to kill him. So if you figure out that Zoblin is under some sort of control, we got to kill him? If he's been replaced by the chairman, absolutely. <laughs> Manny, <laughs> I haven't been a very good master to you, have I? <laughs> You've been a great master, Zoblin. I mean, 
you've told me so many things that have helped me improve as a chef. Like, Shani, did you know that if you choose to eat, then you enter into competition? Like, that's something that you always have to keep in mind. <laughs> like, I choose to eat all the time and I didn't know I was competing. <laughs> that's how they get you in Mjolnir. Whoa. Self's bad instruction leaking over into Johnny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Manny, it's going to take some time to unpack this, but I'll sum up. The training I got from the chairman wasn't to make me a good battle chef. It was to make me a good tool for him to eventually use and throw away. And the road that Zoblin put you on was to do the same for you. But you're no longer Zoblin, right? Mm. So like... Yes, I'm a little bit of Zoblin and I'm a little bit of Zelf. And Manny, if we're going to make you into a good battle chef, we're going to need to unteach you some things and then teach you some other things. Funny, isn't it? He seems uncomfortable. Uh, everything has is, is shifted, and he doesn't really know what to think of this new self. Manny, I want you to keep an eye on Astra, and if you see her do something suspicious, you can let me know. for listening and an extra special thank you to our patrons whose support enables us to continue making this show and who in general are angels in case you haven't heard i jenna steber the voice of astroblep have a new podcast called big game hunger where me and a guest get three random props and have to make the big next game I've had on guests like Anthony Birch from Dungeons and Daddies, Janet Garcia, Karen Hahn, and some illustrious dude named Justin Green. It is mostly a goofy and hilarious good time. New episodes of Big Game Hunger drop every Monday, so check it out at biggamehunger.com. Also, we have a P.O. Box right now. Direct any mail to Jenna Steber, P.O. Box 2636, St. Louis, Missouri, 63116. I've included this address and a physical address that you can send if you need that for packages in the show notes. And also thank you for all the lovely mail we've already received. Going to the P.O. Box with my secret little key and opening it is the highlight of my day whenever I get to. It's so fun. No postcard, letter, or package too small to delight us. We have the box until the end of February 2024, so don't sit on anything you want to send our way. And as always, you can find us on Twitter at BCB Party, on Tumblr at BCB Party, or email us at burntcookbookparty at gmail.com. Burnt Cookbook Party is Andrew Hansen as Johnny Brightchild, Caitlin Stadehar as Patty Hertz, Paul Lukemeyer as Zelf, me, Jenna Steber as Astra Blep, and Justin Green as GM and World Builder. This episode was edited for content by Justin Green and edited for sound by Akshay Balakrishnan, produced by Jenna Steber. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.